All right, good day to you. It looks like we are live. Let's do this. We're about to jump into episode 257 of The Real Evan J Livestream. I'm your host, The Real Evan J. Here's the opening song. I'll see you back in two minutes. long time since I had something to say. I told you what was going on, then I went away. Now it's been about a year, so I'm coming back to remind y'all what's going on here. Everything I said turned out to be true. All the liars in the media, the gaslighting you. There never really was a real pandemic or there would have been people pushing wheelbarrows. Dead people in the streets piled up to here. Dropping dead faster than we could conceive. Bodies piled up like the Spanish flu, but it wasn't like that because they're lying to you. It's time to be awakening. out there were no more deaths in 2020 than in previous years, counting all the other causes. They just moved the deaths from all the other columns, like flu and pneumonia. You know what they called them? They call them COVID deaths. They inflated the numbers to make us all afraid. Separate your families to make us feel sad. Isolate your children to make them feel bad. Terrify them, then deny them basic human dignities they rely on. Human touch, smiling face, fresh air to breathe a wide open space. Slap a mask on your little kid's face. Staff infection all over the place. Why can't people see the fear they're in? This shit is straight up Luciferian. Shit. All right, welcome to the show. It is, as we're recording this, Wednesday today, February 1. That's February 1st, 2023. Welcome to 2023. I'm going to be slipping into solutions mode uh, this month and this year, okay, we spent the last two years or so talking about the problems and all of the challenges and the war on humanity and the depopulation agenda and Agenda 2030 and the New World Order and the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset and Klaus Schwab and Yuval Harari and Bill Gates and Fauci's lying and millions dying. We've covered all of this ad nauseum and now we are going to get into solutions mode okay uh today i kind of miss having a real president that talks about solutions to problems so today we're going to be featuring president trump the real president talking uh a lot lately he's been putting out a ton of videos with uh problem solution talking about the problems that we're facing and talking about his plans uh, when and if he gets back into the Oval Office, what he's going to do to fix all of the problems that we're looking at. So we're going to hear from President Trump today uh, on a variety of issues, everything from the problem with fake news, social media censorship, the collusion with the intelligence agencies and what should be done about that, how to rein in the spending from the Biden regime in the House. Uh, we're going to be talking about 
protecting children from uh, groomers and uh, the pedophilia and transgender agendas that's mutilating children. He's going to speak to saving the education system in America. Uh, what else are we going to hear from President Trump about? About the war in Ukraine and Russia and what would happen if he were in the office calling the shots right now and how he could end this war uh, and not have it be continually provoked by the uh, powers that should not be the illegitimate powers that are in office right now. Uh, we're going to talk. We're going to hear from President Trump talking about China and border security and what his proposals are there. Um, and that's about it. And then uh, if we have time, we'll hit a Greg Reese report uh, about Russia because that kind of folds into what we're talking about. So uh, before we do that, I want to talk about another solutions oriented thing that I'm going to be uh, promoting a lot as we get into this month is my free crypto course, Bitcoin Basics, okay? If you have read my book, Demystifying Crypto, Central Bank Digital Currency, The Great Reset, and The War to Enslave Humanity, you know about the Central Bank Digital Currency, the CBDC, and what they're going to do to us if and when they crash the dollar in the credit system and they implement this CBDC plan, which is not the digital dollar like they're talking about. It's actually a programmable money token that they're going to be able to use to control us and manipulate us, lock us down, prevent us from spending on things that we want, prevent us from even saving our own money. It's really evil what's going on. So I wrote this book to sound the warning bells and let everyone know what they're going to use the CBDC for. I used a ton of real world examples from the last two years showing the New World Order and the World Economic Forum, what they're calling for, what they did in Canada to the truckers and the people who supported the Freedom Convoy, um, how they freeze bank accounts here in America, PayPal, banks, debanking, deplatforming, and how the programmable token, the CBDC, is going to lock us in to this type of surveillance and control and how insidious this is and how dangerous it is. And then what can we do about it? So one of the biggest things we can do about it is get proficient in using cryptocurrency, particularly Bitcoin, but other ones too, but particularly Bitcoin for purposes of my book and this first course, okay? So what I want to do is just let you know, if you go to my website we're looking at now, evantalks.com, and you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the website, and you'll see the menu down at the bottom. Right at the bottom center, it says Programs. And another way to do that is just dial direct evantalks.com slash programs. And you'll get to, if you click this page, you'll get to the sign-up page for the wait list for my Bitcoin Basics course. Now, I'm telling you about this now because the wait list form is active now. There are a handful of people already on the wait list, so you're going to be hearing from me pretty shortly by email with some instructions on what's coming up. Everyone else, you've got a few more days on this wait list before the cart opens for this course. And this is a free course again. Uh, but the enrollment is going to open in a week from Friday, okay? So that's going to be Friday, uh, is going to be February 3rd coming up. 
and I'm going to have this wait list open all the way until the following Friday, which is February 10th. And then we're going to have the enrollment starting. If you're on the wait list, you're already pre-enrolled. You'll get an email and you'll get the form to actually enroll in the course when that comes up. So you can sign up for this wait list now. The course itself is going to be launching in about two weeks. That's going to be Friday, February 17th. And I encourage you, if you don't already have cryptocurrency, especially if you don't feel confident or comfortable around the technical aspects of it, um, to get into my uh, Bitcoin Basics course. By the end of that course, you're going to be proficient in sending and receiving Bitcoin. You're going to have your own Bitcoin wallet, okay? And I'm going to show you how to do it all, okay? It's going to be email delivered. There's going to be videos. And then once a month, I'm going to start holding office hours. And that's going to be Q&A for anyone who's in the course or anyone who's thinking about taking the course or any questions at all that you can ask me at these once a month meetings. So I'm going to announce more about that on next week's show. And we're going to get this ball rolling because before the end of this month that we're in right now, February 2023, I'm going to start helping people become crypto proficient, okay? And my mission is to get like at least a million people to be crypto proficient for this new economy. So when and if they bring us into the central bank digital currency, um, we're gonna be able to function outside of that system, even though we may have to have accounts and we may have to use them for certain things. If they try to freeze us out, if they try to stop us from living our lives, buying food, traveling, whatever, we're going to have this alternate currency and we're going to know how to use it and we're going to be free from all of these monsters that are trying to control our every move. Does that sound good? I hope that sounds good. So let me get back into, uh, looks like I had my head cut off there in the little screen share. Sorry about that. Um, so let's get into today. I've got about 10 videos to show you today. Probably not going to be as long as a show as it was last week. We went over two hours. This week will probably be about 90 minutes uh, all told. And as we're shooting this right now, again, it's Wednesday. I'm going to have this replay up on Substack on uh, Friday, probably this week. And if you're on my Substack, you'll get emails and you'll get announcements and all of that stuff. I've got some other announcements I'll save for later in the show. So let's get into what we're looking at now. Uh, I wanna start with uh, an article out of InfoWars. I love covering their news. And this says, it's from Paul Joseph Watson, our favorite Brit over there. News outlets announce they're abandoning objectivity because it's racist, okay? Um, it's talking about white newsrooms and the racism of objectivity, okay? so. Objectivity means objective. It means objective truth, like, um, you know, a quarter is worth 25 cents. Okay, that's an objective truth. Um, some people might say, no, a quarter, and I'm not talking about the value, the spending value. I'm not talking about how much you can buy with a quarter. I'm just saying if you look at a quarter, it's one coin, and it's like having 25 pennies, okay? So that's an objective truth that we can all agree on a quarter is the same as 25 pennies. Now, if somebody came and said, no, a quarter is only 15 pennies, and then someone else was saying, well, that's wrong, then what this article is saying is 
people are now saying that you can't claim objective fact because objective fact, objective truth, objective reporting is itself racist, okay? Um, hold on a minute. Now I'm seeing my head cut off again and I want to see if I can fix that. Give me one second. Um, what can I do? Can I make myself a little smaller like that? There we go. Now I have my whole head. It won't get chopped off. Um, if I want to get bigger, I can do it like that. Okay. If you're listening to Substack, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm adjusting my little camera share on the screen share. Um, so Paul Joseph Watson on InfoWars uh, is reporting that top news outlets have openly announced that they're abandoning, quote unquote, objectivity because it's a racist relic of white newsrooms, okay? And he says, no, this isn't a Babylon Bee story. You can't make this stuff up, okay? So the decision arose from a series of interviews conducted by former executive editor for the Washington Post, Leonard Downey Jr., and former CBS News president, Andrew Hayward. The media figures argued that journalists should include their own beliefs, biases, and experiences to convey truth, and that journalistic objectivity was either unrealistic or undesirable. That was reported by the Daily Caller. Now, let me just interject here to explain that when I was a kid and we watched the news and we had people out there like Walter Cronkite on the news, it was commonly understood that you can watch someone report the news to you for your whole life. And if he was a really good news reporter, you would never know what his politics were because he would just report the news and he would not inject his own personal beliefs. Now, with the Internet and people having podcasts and everybody having their um, ex uh, opinions posted on social media, this has changed a lot over the last you know bunch of years. Uh, but now they've gone completely to the other side and they're saying that journalists should include their own beliefs, biases, and experience. Uh, then you're just watching fake news CNN, Don Lemon, um, where they're constantly serving it up to you, telling you not um, what's going on, but they're telling you what to think and how to think about stuff. And that is very, very insidious and evil. Um, so... Uh, Emilio Garcia Ruiz, editor-in-chief at the San Francisco Chronicle, put it even more explicitly, asserting that, quote-unquote, objectivity has got to go, uh, he said. So there you have it. Uh, Paul Joseph Watson continues, diversity is hostile to objectivity or truth, and so for diversity to win, the truth must be abolished in favor of pushing narratives that benefit so-called minority groups, which are now endorsed and empowered by every major institution in America. Downey Jr. insisted that covering both sides of a story, listen to this, particularly one about race, the treatment of women, LGBTQ rights and privileges, e income inequality, climate change, and many other subjects, he says, prevents individuals who belong to such groups from pursuing truth in their work. So basically, he's saying that these groups that are, the, they used to be called marginalized groups, but now it's just the alphabet mafia that rules the internet and doesn't let you say anything and cancels you, um, says that they need to be free to say whatever they want, but you can't call them out and you can't argue truth because 
that's racist of you and um, it, it has to go. So this is the world that we're living in right now where mainstream media, aka fake news, has officially jumped the shark, okay? So Chris Minahan pointed out one example of how journalists um, dispensing with objectivity doesn't actually serve the truth, but serves to bury the truth. The New York Times reported um, about a 12-year-old girl being racially bullied by referring to her as black and the bullies were white. But after it emerged that the claims had been totally invented and the story was a lie, they removed both black and white from the subsequent reporting of the story. Um, basically, it's the same thing as these five guys that killed um, this guy over the weekend. And you have fake news out there talking about how even though it was five black guys killed a black guy, five black cops killed a black guy, it was actually racism and white supremacy at the core. And they literally report this with a straight face and we're supposed to believe them. So um, we're absolutely not going to believe them. We're not going to listen to them. And we're going to destroy all that stuff today. So uh, most of the show today, by the way, is going to be President Trump's videos talking about all this stuff. I just thought I would set this up at the beginning, cover a couple of stories that lead into this, and then we're going to hear from President Trump. Um, looks like we got uh, Jane in the house, Crazy Lady Jane. Um, welcome to the show. Jane, it's great to see you. Um, and Jane is saying it's opinion of events, uh, more reason not to watch MSM, uh, be rebellious. Kelly is in the house. What is up, Kelly? Kelly, I'm so excited. Kelly's one of my founding members on Substack. And Kelly, I have a treat for you uh, that I'm going to discuss a little bit later in the show. Or actually, I'll, I'll say it right now. I have made a very limited run of Evan Talks caps, okay? And the caps are going to be really cool. I've got just a few coming in. White, uh, royal blue, and navy caps. They got the great Evan Talks button right there on the top. And Kelly, you are getting one for free because you are my founding member on Substack. Um, the other ones I'm going to be announcing when they come in. I probably won't have them for a couple of weeks. And when they come in, I'm going to make them available to my paid Substack subscribers only. These are going to be, um, I'm not making money on these caps, but I'm going to make them available only to my paid subscribers right now so that everyone who's helping support my work um, gets to participate a little bit more kind of on the inside. Kelly, you're getting it for free because you are so generous and really help support my work. And I so appreciate that. Um, so Greg is asking, uh, I see Greg over here on, um, hold on a second. So we've got, um, oh, hey, Lisa. Lisa, welcome to the show. Lisa's here. Kelly's here. Um, they're all saying hi to each other in the chat. Um, and Kelly's stoked about the caps. I'm not putting all of the comments up on the screen, but I'm telling you about them. So if you're listening to Substack, we got some live chat fam action going on here. I think Greg, yeah, there's Greg in the uh, getter chat. And Greg says the cops were black. So like, yeah, mainstream news doesn't even report that the cops were black. These were five black cops killed a black guy. Um, and it, apparently it's our fault for having white skin. So 
Uh, go figure, right? It's that's what you get from the fake news. So let's talk about, um, or let's hear President Trump talk about. I was going to save this one till later, but let's hear him talk about fake news um, since that kind of rolls us right in. They lie about everything, and um, here's what President Trump has to say about the fake news. The fake news media like CNN, MSDNC, which is sometimes referred to as MSNBC, the Washington Compost, which is sometimes referred to as the Washington Post, and the failing New York Times are doing really, really badly and closing up shop all over the place. CNN is shuttering its longtime headquarters building and the money-losing Washington Post is being peddled all over to see whether or not somebody wants to buy it. In the meantime, they're firing massive numbers of people. Not reporting with credibility has its consequences. The future of the fake news looks bleak, and that's a positive thing. But beware the Marxists and communists, which are well represented in our government. Many of them got there by fake news, so we have to stop it. We have to get back to normal. Thank you. Okay, so uh, Trump is calling out the fake news. And President Trump has been kind of on a very active stand lately, putting out videos left and right. So I copied a lot of videos today to show you guys today. Um, and that was just one where he's taken some digs at uh, the fake news. Hey, Ursula, I see Ursula came to the show. Welcome to the live show. Um, and so what are we going to look at now? I'm going to show you, um, we've got ending the war, investigating censorship, dismantling the deep state, protecting children, saving education, stopping China from owning America, um, drugs and border security, um, telling the GOP how to stop the rampant spending in Washington. And we just saw the fake news failing. So all of that stuff is coming up in no particular order. Um, Ursula says Whoopi wants uh, white people beat up. Um, oh, Whoopi, we love you. Fat Guinan from Star Trek <laughs> Next Generation. Um <laughs> She's so wise. She used to be a wise older woman, ageless. Now she's really just a dumb whack, whack job. Um, so Jane says the British birds have some great names. The blackbird. Oh, let me put that back on. Blackbird, racist, great tits, blue tits, obviously misogynistic. Okay. I'm missing some context there, let's just say. But um, I appreciate the comments. So let's go now to Trump um, talking about the war in Ukraine, okay? Because every morning I'm hearing that we're going to war and President, fake President Biden is really excited about sending tons of money over there because he gets a lot of that back, the kickback and all the tanks we're sending over there. And what they really want is world war and depopulation and martial law if they couldn't get martial law and lockdowns from the COVID scamdemic, dem scamic, I call it, um, and they can't lock us down for climate change because nobody believes their bullshit, then they're going to try to pull us into war. 
if they can put us into war, they can money launder tons of money um, for Ukraine and the bio labs and the uh, drug smuggling and human trafficking and all that stuff the incest uh, crime family, Biden family thrives on, okay? And so President Trump is coming to the table with actual solutions, okay? And um, money laundering at Ukraine. Okay, so let's go into that and talk, uh, listen to President Trump talk about ending the war. The situation in Ukraine is very dangerous, explosive, and escalating by the day. Joe Biden's weakness and incompetence has brought us to the brink of nuclear war, and now Biden is doing what he said 10 months ago would lead to World War III. He is sending in American tanks. It's far past the time for all parties involved to pursue a peaceful end to the war in Ukraine before this already horrific catastrophe spirals out of control and ends up leading, indeed, to World War III. And this would be a war like no other war, because this would be a nuclear war. As I have said many times before, Russia's invasion of Ukraine would have never happened if I was in the White House. Not even thinkable, not even a possibility. We must end this ridiculous war and demand peace in Ukraine now before it gets worse. And believe it or not, it would be easy to do. It would be very easy to do. If I were president, the Russia-Ukraine war would never have happened, never in a million years. But even now, if I were president, I'd be able to negotiate an end to this horrible and rapidly escalating war within 24 hours. It can be done. You have to say the right things, not the wrong things. I think we helped lead Russia into that war by saying, well, if they took a small part of the country, that would be okay. Such a tragic waste of human life. When you look at all that's happening there, those cities are obliterated. First comes the tanks, and then come the nukes. Get this crazy war ended now. It can be done. And in fact, it's easy to get done. When I'm president, we will be a strong country again. People will never be playing these games like they've been doing to the United States of America. They don't respect us anymore. They respected us greatly two and a half years ago. They don't respect us anymore. Thank you very much. Okay, so he's really pulling no, uh, what did I say, pulling no punches or pulling all the punches? I forget. He's pulling no punches in calling out the problem which is that, first of all, our country is under illegitimate leadership. Second of all, it's corrupt. Third of all, they're a crime family. Fourth of all, they're in bed with Zelensky, who's a Nazi and a Nazi supporter. And they are doing all sorts of nefarious stuff in Ukraine, using the cover of war and the fog of war to be able to drum up fake support, with all their social media censorship and all their peer pressure and all their mockingbird media um, support Ukraine. I stand with Ukraine. Most of us were hip to that. Uh, that was propaganda from the very beginning. Um, uh, Kelly's commenting here just in total disbelief in how quick this administration has ruined our country. And it's amazing how fast that could happen. Just two years ago, we had secure borders there was peace all over the world. There were peace deals being made. The Middle East countries were making peace deals. Um, 
And in just two short years, we're now uh, have a porous open border with millions and millions and millions of illegals. Crime is crazy off the charts. Um, the COVID death jabs, although people are waking up and they're not taking them as much. Um, and again, I'm, I'm going easy on President Trump today. We all know my feelings about President Trump pimping these death jabs and refusing to speak out against them. Uh, big mistake, big failing for his. Uh, and we all know that and we cover that every day. But in terms of everything else that he's talking about, he's the only guy on the political scene actually talking about uh, creating solutions and solving these problems. And so I think since the mainstream news never reports on what President Trump actually says that's the reason we're doing that today. We want to hear from President Trump. What are the solutions he wants to do? I'll save the death jabs and giving him, um, you know, uh, shining light on his incorrect position, let's just say, on those death jabs and Operation Warp Speed at another time. Today's not the show for that. Um, so uh, Jane is saying if uh, Trump was president, but alas, an election stolen, um, Daddy of the warp speed, he needs the speed of science to pull it off. You're coming from all over the place, Jane. I got you. I know what you're saying. Um, Ursula is saying, I only stand with the USA. And President Trump, of course, said, look, Trump, America first. It doesn't mean that we don't want other countries to succeed and be peaceful and all that stuff and be prosperous. It means that if you're running America, you worry about America first before you worry about other countries. President Biden puts America last. Um, he's the fake President Biden. I can't believe I actually just slipped up for the first time ever called him President Biden. He's fake President Biden. Um, Ursula is reminding us that Trump is the father of the vaccine. Look, it's let, let me just cover this one news. Six-year-old girl suffered multiple seizures following her booster and died suddenly. So uh, according to mainstream fake news and pharma and uh, the Biden regime, you know, it wasn't the death jabs. It wasn't the death jabs. That's all they say. It wasn't the death jabs. Nobody's dying suddenly except millions of people are dying suddenly. And the death jabs have been pushed onto families and they're safe and effective for kids. And unfortunately, this girl, um, there's a story about her mother documenting her daughter. They're from Ohio um, she died suddenly last week after suffering multiple seizures over the past year. Her name was uh, Anastasia Marie Weaver and says she passed away unexpectedly. Um, and I'm so sad. She's a beautiful little girl. Ursula is, uh, is commenting. And she was a beautiful girl and she was murdered. She was murdered not by her parents trying to do the right thing. Her parents were gaslit. They were told that the shots were safe and effective and necessary. They were told her daughter was at risk. I don't know why she believed them. I don't know why anyone believes these monsters. Um, everyone who's here, we knew this was fake and poison from the get-go. Okay, I have friends and relatives and people I know in my building here and um, distant people who are fighting now cancers and other things because they took the death jabs and their immune system has been destroyed and now their cancers are coming up and manifesting. It's very, very, very sad. It makes me very angry. 
I think it makes a lot of us angry. Um, and so it wasn't the death jabs. Now, her mother, Jessica Day Weaver, was posting as early as November 11th, 2021. She said, after an hour and a half of screaming, both girls had their first dose of the vaccine. So imagine being a child. I mean, of course, kids are always afraid of needles and they don't want shots. And I understand I used to, you know, get really upset when I had to get a shot or something from the doctor. But imagine your kids are screaming, don't give this to me, don't give this to me. And you they scream and you force them to take the injections and then one of them dies. Imagine that. Um, I just feel bad. I feel bad for the family. I'm just so angry, though, because these people who put up on social media, listen to this January 4th, 22, COVID booster side effects were worse than the second shot for me. This is her mother. Bad headache, 101 temp, bad body aches. They were really bad for about six to eight hours. Listen to now the Stockholm syndrome setting in. I'm mostly better now, but still have a slight temp and a headache. Even with the side effects, the vaccine is worth it. Why do they feel like they have to say that? Uh, she said, on a good note, my girls had no side effects from the second shot besides a sore arm. But then the tweets go on uh, and talked about how uh, everything was normal for a while. And then she started getting sick. She was having tiny seizures, they said. Um, last Less than five seconds, like tiny seizures, they're calling them. Uh, and then she got sick and sick and sick. And then she got uh, fever. And then she got a cough. And now they can't stop coughing. And the mother can't stop coughing. And then now the kid is dead. So rest in peace, Anastasia Weaver. Jessica Day Weaver, I'm sorry for your loss. I just, I can't even comment on it because I'm so angry with the the gaslighting and the death and destruction and the fact that I was kicked off Twitter and I was kicked off Facebook last year for a while and back on Facebook now is kicked off LinkedIn for a while and back on LinkedIn now. Everything I posted at the time, still not back on YouTube, permanently banned from Google YouTube, um, for sharing this exact type of information that possibly could have saved her life if her parents were allowed to see the warnings and the dangers. And this is why I want to see crimes against humanity. And I want people who participated in gaslighting the public to be brought up on charges of crimes against humanity. I want to see trials and I want to see convictions and I want to see some people in prison for the rest of their lives. And I want to see some people executed under the law, like the Nuremberg uh, trials, where people have to pay the ultimate price because they lied and people died. Okay, that's where I'm coming from. Um, Lisa's commenting, when you inject poison, it starts to reason you're going to feel like crap. Would you inject battery acid into your body? Hopefully the answer is no. So why would you inject this? And you know... <laughs> People go and put these things into their bodies who spend 10, 15 minutes grilling a waiter at a restaurant because they won't eat a chicken that was fed GMO feed. Well, that's a whole other story with the chicken feed now and the chickens aren't laying eggs. But there's literally people all over this town, Los Angeles, that won't eat 
a GMO chicken and they'll ask their waiter for 10 minutes questions about what the thing was fed, is it free range, what did it eat, how was it taken care of, but they will line up and inject GMOs and dead baby cells and aborted fetal cells into their bodies without asking any questions at all. And then they wonder why these people die, um, die suddenly. Um, hey, Dawn, Dawn's in the house. Um, and it's a question that I have, I think we all have. How did we figure it out? And then all these other people haven't figured it out. If I had a kid, I would do more research, not less. And I certainly wouldn't let the television tell me what to do. But again, it's easy to do, um, what do they call that? Monday morning quarterbacking, except we were out there trying to warn people not to get the death jabs before the game. Okay, so it's not quite like we're just coming after the fact and saying uh, you shouldn't do this. We were trying to say from the beginning, why does anyone want to do this only to be shut up and censored? So anyway, I'm going to go in, uh, into the next Trump video. Okay, so it's like rest in peace, Anastasia. I'm sorry for your loss, Jessica. Um, let this be a lesson to all the parents out there of young kids. If you put a needle to your child, you are very likely giving your child um, an extermination shot that's going to make them infertile or it's going to give them disease or it's going to kill them. And every parent now, whether it's the COVID vaccine, whether it's the Gardasil vaccine that we know for years since way before COVID, I already knew about the Gardasil vaccine because I have friends who are vaccine injured and it's the most horrible vaccine out there. Uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits talks about that a lot, about how Gardasil gave so many people serious illness and disease. Um, and now it's the COVID vaccines and the flu vaccines and all of that stuff. Um, Jane's saying, if you give over your trust, make sure it's worth it before you risk your life. It's great advice. Don't put a needle into your body because it's probably not going to be helpful. I'm saying from the guy who has to inject insulin now three times a day. So uh, putting needles in every every place I can put them. Um, <laughs> got needles in my arms. Every 10 days, I got to switch from the upper arm to the other upper arm, upper leg to the upper leg. I'm now back to the original arm. Absolutely wild. Um, so what else are we talking about today? We're talking about... Um, Lisa says they're planning on making all vaccines mRNA. Flu shots may already be. That's why, you know, I think most of us have not gotten flu shots for a really long time. Uh, certainly, we should never get them again because during COVID, they were talking about combining the COVID and flu shot. Now they're talking about having an everything COVID shot, like somehow it's supposed to prepare for all the variants. All we know is that mRNA changes your DNA and why do you want to change your DNA? God gave you your DNA. If you put mRNA in your body, you're changing your God-given DNA. Period. End of story. Okay? And if you believe that God did not make you perfectly in his image and you need to rely on people who uh, have already been proved to lie to you and gaslight you and give you poison. And you're going to listen to these people, a lot of them who say there's too many people on the planet and climate change and we need to depopulate, but then they're going to help your health with the vaccines. There are so many layers of cognitive dissonance and stupidity that are required for people to listen to anything that comes out of the official 
government or health channels or pharma industry. Um, uh, Kelly's saying no more shots uh, of anything for her or for her kids. Amen to that. Amen to that. Um, and so let me just go on. Let's go on to the next uh, Trump video here. I'm looking at my list here. Let's talk about censorship, okay? We're just talking about censorship, trying to get the story out. Um, Lisa's saying no shots for her pets either. I agree with that 100%. The idea that you have to give your dog all these injections all the time, is it's a racket, okay? And it makes the dogs live shorter times too. It's horrible. Lisa's saying they have COVID shots for pets. They have COVID shots for cattle. They're killing the cattle with the mRNA. They're getting um, mad cow disease and they're dying from the spike proteins. And pretty soon we're all going to be eating it whether or not. Um, So now we're getting a lot of pet comments. Uh, Lisa's going on, I can't get my cat his prescription food because I refused the rabies vax. So they're like really trying to just strong arm us into doing everything. Get all these injections or you can't have this. Give your pet this injection or you can't have this medicine. Um, I would get a new vet, obviously, but I don't know if that will change. But, uh, oh man, the anger that rises in me. Just the hatred for these people who try to force decisions on people who should be able to make our own decisions about how we raise ourselves, our kids, what we put in our own bodies, what we put in our pets' bodies. All these motherfuckers want to get into our lives and tell us every single thing we need to do. Um, Lisa says they all do it, all the vets. There's got to be one who doesn't. I don't know if they're in your area, but I, I just had enough with these people. So you try to tell the truth. You get censored, okay? And I'm going to tell you a little tangent after this video about my latest adventures being censored on Twitter. I'm censored again on Twitter on my backup backup account. I'm banned for seven days now. So I'll tell you a little about that uh, when we get back. Let's look at this Trump video about investigating the censorship being done and how big tech is colluding with the FBI and the CIA and the three-letter agencies, the uh, intelligence agencies. Let's hear what Trump has to say about that. The now famous Twitter files have proven beyond all doubt that the corrupt officials at the FBI have been coordinating a massive censorship, surveillance, and propaganda campaign against the American people and, frankly, against me. In the most recent and notorious example, the FBI worked to stop the truth from being told about the Biden family's criminality. They worked so hard to stop it from coming out and the corruption prior to the 2020 election. They didn't want any bad information to come out about the Biden family. The fix was in. The election was rigged. But the censorship of the laptop from hell is only the beginning of the story about the weaponization of government against free speech. We must have free speech in our country. We must have a fair and free press. As recent reporting shows, the FBI and other rogue agencies have been systematically colluding with former national security officials placed in high positions at Twitter and very likely other companies to advance their censorship regime, which is really, in this case, to steal an election. 
This anti-American effort, and a very illegal effort at that, has been working to silence dissenting opinions on COVID and crucial issues on public health and on the election and elections in the future. They suppressed doctors and health experts who dared to question approved public health narratives. They censored voices who criticized school closures, lockdowns, and mandates. And they even banned people simply for stating proven scientific facts. And anything bad about China, they didn't want out. But anything bad about Biden and the Biden crime family, and that's what it was, just look at the laptop from hell, they didn't want that coming out under any circumstances. What they wanted coming out was anything bad about your favorite president, me. Anything bad about Trump, put it out, even if it's not true. But this all had nothing to do with science. This had nothing to do with saving lives. It had everything to do with politics or a sick ideology. This was about government working with powerful corporations to seize power over you, the American people. And we can't let that continue. The Twitter files prove that we urgently need my plan to dismantle the illegal censorship regime, a regime like nobody's ever seen in the history of our country, or most other countries for that matter, to prosecute the perpetrators for their crimes and to restore free speech for all Americans. So important. We need a free press. We need free speech. We need fair elections. And we need borders. The new Congress should immediately hold hearings to investigate the role of the FBI and other federal agencies in censoring lawful speech. Congressional leaders should promptly issue subpoenas in furtherance of this goal. The revelations also highlight why my proposal to end the revolving door between the deep state — and there is a deep state indeed. I wasn't a believer, but everybody's a believer right now — and the tech tyrants is so important. There must be a seven-year cooling-off period before any employee of these powerful agencies is allowed to take a job at a major platform. When I'm president, we will take back our freedoms. We will take back our country. Okay, so um, a little bit longer of a video there from President Trump. Um, you know, give me your comments on this as we're watching this, okay? Um, Ursula's saying, thank you, God, for Trump. Um, he really is speaking. It's so refreshing, okay, just to hear a president who's going to speak to the issues and um, talk about kind of what people aren't talking about on the mainstream news, right? So um, which one was that? That was uh, investigating the censorship. There's a companion video to that that I'm going to put up in a minute, which is talking about dismantling the deep state. Um, let me get some comments from you guys, though, first, and we'll keep this conversation going. Um, Ursula, I saw your comment about another story, by the way, about the uh, organ harvesting of children in the Ukraine that's being reported. And I pulled up uh, something on that. So I, I can cover that in a second if you remind me. Um, Don says free speech would include changing some anti-Semitic laws that he supported. We need to be careful. Trump, allow people to call you a hypocrite. Um, I can't speak to that because I'm not covering that story right now and I don't have any supporting material on that. Um, but keep the comments coming. Um, 
let's see. I'll see if I can get this uh, up there. Let me go talk about what Ursula had said. And let me see if I can change the size of this uh, screen and then make the font bigger. I don't know how to make this. Uh, I'm trying to get a long comments on the screen to not look so bad. And unfortunately, I haven't figured out a way to do that yet. Um, I'm not seeing a way to make long comments. I used to be able to change the size and shape of the comments window and used to be able to uh, display it in different ways. And now it's just not letting me. So long comments look like shit when I put them up on the screen. And I'm just going to have to ask you guys to keep your comments. If you have a longer comment, split it up into two shorter comments. Because look how shitty. It just looks shitty on the screen. So until I figure out how to fix that, um, I'm going to have to refrain from putting up the longer comments because they look like shit when I put them up there. Um, and I value your comments, but it's just a technical thing. And of course I'm live. So it's like hunting and pecking and trying to change the size of shit while I'm doing a live show is really, uh, distracting. It's no good for you guys as listeners either. Um, so let me go, uh, <laughs> into what Ursula had said, which was Ukraine has been found to be taking children and harvesting their organs and carving them up like trash. A soldier discovered these young bodies. That sounds pretty incendiary. Um, and so I looked that up and sure enough, I see a tweet from Liz Churchill on Twitter talking about Children from two to six to seven years old being carved up, discarded like waste, slaughtering them, taking their organs. Liz Churchill says, I didn't believe it, but then you see it and you won't forgive it. And she asks, this is what politicians in Hollywood are protecting. And it says, watch on Twitter. So let me, let's watch this. Oh, it's in uh, it's in Russian, so it's not even worth watching. Okay, so that's what we're talking about. Um, let me see if we can read the full conversation on Twitter. If they have other videos, yeah, I don't know if they have uh, other videos. Okay, so I can't show that. Um, it's a very disturbing report, and it's clear that there's some stuff happening. Um, so let me just keep on the point here today. Okay, we I'm going to just little haphazard today. We're just going to go through these Trump videos and we're going to hear what he has to say about all these different things. And then we can talk about fixing the country, taking our country back. So from censorship, he now talks about the deep state and how it's important to dismantle the deep state. Now, when he was president, initially 2016 to 2020, he talked about draining the swamp and then as he got in, he was telling us that the swamp is deeper and wider than anybody understands. And that's why he couldn't drain it all when he was in there, because there were deep state operatives, people unelected that were planted there, people who seemed to be on his side that weren't on his side, that he didn't realize were really against him until actually... Um, fake President Biden stole the election and he saw which Republicans came out 
in favor of the Democrats and helped Biden steal the election and threw Trump under the bus and all of that stuff happened. Now he's talking about um, coming back and actually draining the swamp for real. So um, let's listen to this about how he wants to dismantle the deep state. One of the very same FBI officials who was centrally involved in the launch of the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax has now been charged for himself colluding with a Russian oligarch. In other words, colluding with Russia. Charles McGonigal was allegedly paid a quarter of a million dollars by a former Russian intelligence official, even while he was still working for the FBI, trying to frame the president of the United States, your favorite president, me, as a Russian spy. I said, I'm not a Russian spy. Where does this all come from? This was a setup. This was a hoax. This was a total international disgrace to our country. This latest example of galling corruption and hypocrisy is one more reason why we need a president to clean house in Washington, D.C., and restore government that is honest, transparent, and accountable to the American people. Okay, so now we're going to look at two videos on Trump talking about kids and education. Um, I got a comment here from Jane um, acknowledging my request for smaller uh, comments. There we go. You see how good that looks? That is perfect looking comment right there. Nice and big front and center on my screen. Doesn't take up the whole screen. It doesn't go on very small print. That is the way Jane gets it. Um, so you want to hear Trump's excellent talk on gender reassignment surgery for kids. And that's the one I'm going to show um, right now. Um, Kelly's saying, I feel like all is lost and it's so depressing. And it has felt that way. Uh, Kelly, I'm fully with you on that. And that's why I kind of decided I want to hear President Trump today kind of all day focus on that because... He's got plans, okay? Now, he uh, he's not perfect. He still thinks that warp speed was good and that the death jabs are saving lives. So he's obviously not perfect. But in terms of all of this stuff, I think you'll feel a lot better when... Uh, you, you might have already seen this, Kelly, actually. But let me play these videos with Trump talking about protecting children and saving the education system. And right away, you can see how good that feels to see somebody... Um, yeah, Jane's saying this will light you up, this speech. I agree. These are my two favorites coming up right now. So let's just go back to back um, with protecting children and saving the education system. The left-wing gender insanity being pushed on our children is an act of child abuse. Very simple. Here's my plan to stop the chemical, physical, and emotional mutilation of our youth. On day one, I will revoke Joe Biden's cruel policies on so-called gender-affirming care. Ridiculous. A process that includes giving kids puberty blockers, mutating their physical appearance, and ultimately performing surgery on minor children. Can you believe this? I will sign a new executive order instructing every federal agency to cease all programs that promote the concept of sex and gender transition at any age. I will then ask Congress to permanently stop federal taxpayer dollars from being used to promote or pay for these procedures. 
and pass a law prohibiting child sexual mutilation in all 50 states. It'll go very quickly. I will declare that any hospital or healthcare provider that participates in the chemical or physical mutilation of minor youth will no longer meet federal health and safety standards for Medicaid and Medicare and will be terminated from the program immediately. Furthermore, I will support the creation of a private right of action for victims to sue doctors who have unforgivably performed these procedures on minor children. The Department of Justice will investigate Big Pharma and the big hospital networks to determine whether they have deliberately covered up horrific long-term side effects of sex transitions in order to get rich at the expense of vulnerable patients, in this case, very vulnerable. We will also investigate whether Big Pharma or others have illegally marketed hormones and puberty blockers, which are in no way licensed or approved for this use. My Department of Education will inform states and school districts that if any teacher or school official suggests to a child that they could be trapped in the wrong body, they will be faced with severe consequences, including potential civil rights violations for sex discrimination and the elimination of federal funding. As part of our new credentialing body for teachers, we will promote positive education about the nuclear family, the roles of mothers and fathers, and celebrating rather than erasing the things that make men and women different and unique. I will ask Congress to pass a bill establishing that the only genders recognized by the United States government are male and female, and they are assigned at birth. The bill will also make clear that Title IX prohibits men from participating in women's sports, and we will protect the rights of parents from being forced to allow their minor child to assume a gender which is new and an identity without the parent's consent. The identity will not be new, and it will not be without parental consent. No serious country should be telling its children that they were born with the wrong gender, a concept that was never heard of in all of human history. Nobody's ever heard of this, what's happening today. It was all when the radical left invented it just a few years ago. Under my leadership, this madness will end. Thank you very much. All right, here we go. I'm going to uh, actually, before the next video, I'm going to cover an article um, that's on point for gender reassignment surgery for kids and propaganda and stuff like that. Um, Don's putting up a note here. Again, Don, look at the screen at how small the font is when you make a comment that is that long and try and please send two different comments, half the length each so that they look better on screen, okay? Um, I'm just going to keep saying that. We'll get it right, okay? Um, any more than, like, if it goes on to the second line while you're typing, it's done, that comment. Send it through and keep typing. Don't type me paragraphs. They won't make it on screen, okay? Um, check this out, you guys. You know the Sims video game? Well, their new update of the Sims video game offers now top surgery post-mastectomy scar body modifications. So if you have an avatar now in your Sims game, 
Okay, I don't have the Sims game. I don't play stuff like that. But if you have the Sims game, that's where you create your alternate universe and you have your you build your cities and you have your populations and stuff. Um, you could now get your avatar to be trans, okay? So players are now given the option to modify their characters' bodies with quote-unquote top surgery. That means if you're a healthy female with healthy breasts that you can cut them off and put a scar where your breasts were surgically removed. And they're teaching young, healthy girls that it's okay to chop off their breasts. This was reported by um, Libs of TikTok, which is just uh, doing some great work out there. Um, Libs of TikTok says the Sims game announced a new update, which has the option to make a teen character non-binary or transgender by giving them double mastectomy scars and chest binders, like big things you put around your chest to pull them in so you can pretend you're a boy. The Sims is advertised for ages 12 and up. They're teaching young, healthy girls that it's okay to chop off their breasts. Really, really disturbing, right? Uh, nasty, in fact, as Ursula's commenting. So now from here, let's go and look at Trump's other video on how to save the education system from how it's being completely attacked and turned into this indoctrination station for kids where they're fed this transgender ideology and parents are kept away from the decisions and they're being read pornography and they're being taught how to use sex toys in very young ages and taught about anal sex and oral sex. It's disgusting, okay? Um, I mean, sex ed, when I was a kid, was fifth or sixth grade and we learned biology. You learned about the fallopian tubes and you learned about women have periods, not men have periods or people have periods, um, which reminds me, you know what? <laughs> that reminds me of my new Substack article called The Free Speech Wars. And I want to plug my Substack. Um, it, I just did an in-depth report for my paid Substackers. So next week, in about a week from now, it will unlock for free subscribers. Right now, if you're a paid subscriber, you can read this whole report uh, on free speech on Twitter. And it talks about how I got banned for seven days. And what did I get banned for? I got banned because I commented that men who were sticking tomato paste up their asses and pretending that they're bleeding from their vaginas and having menstrual periods are actually mentally deranged. And I apparently violated Twitter's hate speech and violence rules for saying that. Um, because apparently if you don't agree that it's not deranged for someone to stick tomato paste up his ass and pretend he has a vagina that he's bleeding from, you're the bigot if you point that out, okay? So um, I wrote this article. I created this meme. Here we go. Um, there is a meme going around that says people have periods. If you're listening to the podcast, here's what we're looking at on screen right now. It's an ad that says people have periods and everyone in there are quote unquote trans women, which means they're men um, who've turned, oh no, I'm sorry, they're trans men, which means they're women who turned into men, but they kept their vaginas. So you see what looks like boys 
spreading their legs with blood in their underwear where their vaginas are because they're not really boys. They're just girls who take testosterone and they grow body hair and they keep their vagina. So again, a man with a vagina is a woman, just like a woman with a penis is a man. I can't believe we have to go through this stuff. Um, so I took this meme and I put the red circle slash over the word people and I put some handwriting font underneath with an arrow and changed from people have periods to real women have periods and then I put not fake ones, okay? And then the title is the free speech wars. Is there free speech yet? Not really, not yet. And it goes through my story of being banned permanently on two Twitter accounts and now on my third getting a seven day ban. And I go through, um, I'll give you guys a preview here. Um, there's a little George Bush clip there where he says, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice. Remember when he's like, fool me, uh, fool me, couldn't remember it. And he's like, we, we can't get fooled again. Um, so I just put that in, that's like a 15 second clip. But I go through, it's a very detailed article that includes screenshots of popular tweeters talking about their censorship. Cat Turd is up there. Um, I have screenshots showing what it looks like when you search for shadow bans, uh, the different types of bans they're doing on Twitter and what it means and how it impacts my accounts, what Elon Musk has said about it, what his censorship board, uh, the Twitter safety is saying about it, general amnesty it's called. Um, Closer look at what got me banned, a lot of different discussion about the transgender issue, a lot of discussion about the censorship issue, um, and going through with tons of, again, examples and conversations and showing what a bunch of people are saying on Twitter. And you can get that if you are my paid Substack subscriber, if you're my free Substack subscriber, you can read the top part of the article and then in a week it'll get unlocked, okay? So how do you get on that Substack? You go to eventalks.substack.com, eventalks.substack.com. Um, subscribe for free or for paid. That's uh, the announcement there. So I got two more Trump videos for you today. One of them is, and if we have time, I'll hit the Greg Reese report. So let me try and get through those. Uh, we just saw Protect Children. Oh, I haven't even done Save Education. I got three more Trump videos for you today. This is Trump on saving the education system in America. And I think this really important companion piece to what we just saw him talk about, which was protecting the children. So here's how, to, here's how President Trump intends to save the education system in America. This might be one of his best videos. Our public schools have been taken over by the radical left maniacs. Here is my plan to save American education, restore power to American parents. First, we will cut federal funding for any school or program pushing critical race theory, gender ideology, or other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content onto our children. We're not going to allow it to happen. Next, I will direct the Department of Justice and Education to open civil rights investigations into any school district that has engaged in race-based discrimination. 
That includes discrimination against Asian Americans. The Marxism being preached in our schools is also totally hostile to Judeo-Christian teachings, and in many ways, it's resembling an established new religion. Can't let that happen. For this reason, my administration will aggressively pursue potential violations of the Establishment Clause and the Free Exercise Clause of the Constitution. That's very simple. Additionally, on day one, we will begin to find and remove the radical zealots and Marxists who have infiltrated the Federal Department of Education. And that also includes others, and you know who you are, because we're not going to allow anybody to hurt our children. Joe Biden has given these lunatics unchecked power. I will have them fired and escorted from the building, and I will tell Congress that any appropriations bill I sign must reaffirm the President's ability to remove defiant employees from the job. It's all about our children. I will veto the sinister effort to weaponize civics education. We will keep men out of women's sports, and we will create a new credentialing body that will be the gold standard anywhere in the world to certify teachers who embrace patriotic values, support our way of life, and understand that their job is not to indoctrinate children, but very simply to educate them. Finally, I will implement massive funding preferences and favorable treatment for all states and school districts that make the following historic reforms in education. One, abolish teacher tenure for grades K through 12 so we can remove bad teachers and adopt merit pay to reward good teachers. We want great teachers in our schools. Two, drastically cut the bloated number of school administrators, including the costly, divisive, and unnecessary diversity, equity, and inclusion bureaucracy. Three, adopt a parental bill of rights that includes complete curriculum transparency and a form of universal school choice. And four, implement the direct election of school principals by the parents. It's all about the parents for their children. More than anyone else, parents know what their children need. If any principal is not getting the job done, the parents should be able to vote to fire them and select someone who will. This will be the ultimate form of local control. Our country has, frankly, never had anything like it, or let's say for at least the last 50 years. As the saying goes, personnel is policy. And at the end of the day, if we have pink-haired communists teaching our kids, we have a major problem. When I'm president, we will put parents back in charge and give them the final say. We will get back to teaching reading, writing, and math, called arithmetic. And we will give our kids the high-quality, pro-American education they deserve. We spend more per pupil than any nation in the world by double. We're going to keep spending the money, but we're now going to get our money's worth. We're at the end of every list on education, and yet we spend the most. We're going to change it around. We may spend the most, but we're going to be tops in education, no matter where you go, anywhere in the world. Thank you very much. All right, so uh, Trump is on fire. 
He wants to fix the education system and save our children. And how great is that? We certainly have the opposite with fake President Biden, the incest family pedophile guy who sniffs hair and showers with his daughter and does all that disgusting stuff. And his son, the crackhead, um, who has sex with his underage niece. They love incest in that Biden family. They love each other. They really love each other, all those guys. They love on each other in all the different ways, and it's really, really nasty. Um, so Ursula's saying DJT deserves three terms. I agree. We should get him back in there for 12 years at least. Um, it, unless he stops. He's got to stop pimping those death jabs, though. Um, and so, uh, and it's like he won last time, right? Jane's saying he has to win and no surrender this time. Uh, there's some who say he needed fake President Biden to take, you know, become the resident, not the president, but the resident, the guy who lives in the White House. Um, because if there are so many people who are waking up now, if Trump was president, if he went and crushed the election fraud last time, uh, a lot of people would not believe that the election was stolen. Some people still don't understand that it was stolen, although all of the uh, evidence has come out, right? So what I love about that speech is he's very specific. He's going to end CRT in the schools. He's going to cut funding for anyone who's teaching it. He's going to put the parents back in charge that they can hire and fire school principals. That gives them direct control of who's in authority over the schools. Um, they're going to prevent the teaching of all of this racial and uh, ideology and gender changing and gender bending. I just think it's really fantastic. So speaking of abuse of children and trying to save the children, we got some breaking, breaking news that just published while we're here. Former ABC News journalist arrested by feds on child porn charges. This is just published... Uh, about 30 minutes ago, James Gordon Meek, 52 years old, was arrested Tuesday night, last night, by federal agents on charges of transporting images of child sex abuse. And this is an ex-ABC News journalist um, arrested Tuesday night. Um, the DOJ detailed its arrest of the Emmy Award winning national security investigative producer in a press release today saying the FBI Washington Field Office's Child Exploitation Division initially investigated Meek after an anonymous tip sent via Dropbox. Um, they got a court authorized search of his residence in April of last year. Uh, by members of the task force, and they seized multiple devices that allegedly contained evidence of the transportation of images of child sexual abuse. I guess that means that he had images on some hard drives or something, and he moved them from one place to another, and that's transporting child sex images. Uh, from the press release, according to court documents, several of Meek's devices allegedly contained images depicting children engaged in sexually explicit conduct and multiple chat conversations with users engaged in sexually explicit conversations where the participants expressed enthusiasm for the sexual abuse of children. How disgusting. In two of these conversations, a username alleged, allegedly associated with Meek received and distributed child sexual abuse materials through an internet-based 
messaging platform. Okay, so it's not just taking a hard drive from one location to another. He's distributing it by sending these images on chat rooms and things like that. That is absolutely disgusting. Um, so the FBI raided his uh, place last year and they got those things. Rolling Stone article broke the news. New York Post reported in August. He hasn't been seen since the raid. Um, and it goes on to say that he faces five to 20 years in prison if convicted. So um, let's convict all the child sex traffickers and pedophiles, okay? Uh, we got two more videos from Trump. And one of them, okay, that was, we just saw the bookend on children and education. Now I'm gonna show you the front and back bookends on China and border security, okay? So there's one that is stop China from owning America. And then there's another one talking about the fentanyl crisis and the drug uh, war coming over the border and how we need to have secure borders. And these are um, great policy statements by President Trump. So let's go through these back to back. China is buying up our country, while corrupt Democrats and rhino-type politicians in Washington have been spending trillions of dollars on the Green New Deal nonsense, foolish foreign wars, and providing lavish benefits to illegal aliens from all over the planet. China has been spending trillions of dollars to take over the crown jewels of the United States economy, and they are doing that. China is buying up our technology. They're buying up food supplies. They're buying up our farmland. They're buying up our minerals and natural resources. They're buying up our ports and shipping terminals. And with the help of a corrupt influence peddlers, like the Biden crime family, China is even trying to buy up the pillars of the U.S. energy industry because, frankly, Biden and the group don't care about real energy. They only care about nonsense energy, energy that doesn't work, and it never will. While some are focused on China's purchases near power plants and military bases, the fact is we should be very concerned about all Chinese communist activity in the United States. As I have long said, economic security is national security. China does not allow American companies to take over their critical infrastructure, and America should not allow China to take over our critical infrastructure. I didn't allow it when I was president, and I won't allow it when we become president again. To protect our country, we need to enact aggressive new restrictions on Chinese ownership of any vital infrastructure in the United States, including energy, technology, telecommunications, farmland, natural resources, medical supplies, and other strategic national assets. We should stop all future Chinese purchases in these essential industries, and we should begin the process of forcing the Chinese to sell any current holdings that put our national security at risk. If we don't do this, the United States will be owned by China, which would make them very happy. When I'm president, I will ensure that America's future remains firmly in American hands, just as I did when I was president before. It'll happen again, and our country will be stronger than ever. Thank you. Okay, great statement from President Trump. 
on China not being able to own America. They shouldn't be able to buy our farmland. They shouldn't be able to buy massive plots of land, um, particularly right adjacent to military bases and stuff where they can do spying and other stuff like that. But even just owning the farmland and having our resources and taking our resources and sending them back to China or just even preventing us from using them for ourselves is horrible policy. I don't know how it's ever been allowed. And thank God for President Trump to say, you know what, I'm going to put an end to that as soon as I'm back in uh, office. So good for him. Let's look at the next one, which is about border security and the drug crisis, the fentanyl crisis, and the porous open borders that we're having. Okay, so let me see. I'm just looking for the right button. Trump on drugs and borders. Here we go. Fentanyl, heroin, meth, and other lethal drugs are pouring across our wide open border stealing hundreds of thousands of beautiful American lives. And it's happening like never before in our history. Children are being left without parents. Families are being ripped apart. Communities are being decimated. Our neighbors and fellow citizens are having their entire worlds destroyed. Destroyed like nobody thought possible. Our country is being poisoned from within by the drugs and by all of the other crime that's taking place. The drug cartels are waging war on America, and it's now time for America to wage war on the cartels. In this war, Joe Biden has sided against the United States and with the cartels. They are making more money than they've ever made before, times 10. There's never been anything like it. They're major, major companies. They're bigger than even some of our biggest companies. Biden's open border policies are a deadly betrayal of our nation. When I am president, it will be the policy of the United States to take down the cartels, just as we took down ISIS and the ISIS caliphate, and just as, unlike the situation we're in today, we had a very, very strong border, the strongest border, in fact, in the history of our country. And drugs were at a low of 45 years. There's been nothing like what we did just two years ago. We will show no mercy on the cartels. Every day, drug traffickers are using the waters of our region to ship their lethal poisons to America, killing so many of our people and ruining families. In addition to restoring strong border security, I will deploy all necessary military assets, including the U.S. Navy, to impose the full naval embargo on the cartels. I did that before, and it worked. What we did was incredible. We will guarantee that the waters of the Western Hemisphere are not used to traffic illicit drugs to our country. Furthermore, I will order the Department of Defense to make appropriate use of special forces, cyber warfare, and other overt and covert actions to inflict maximum damage on cartel leadership, infrastructure, and operations. I will designate the major cartels as foreign terrorist organizations we will sever their access to global financial systems. I will also work to forge an unprecedented partnership with neighboring governments in our region, just like I did in Mexico. And remember, in Mexico alone, an estimated 100,000 civilians have been tragically murdered or gone missing at the hands of these cartels. The Mexican government, run by a very fine man, the president, is really 
working hard, but it's not working out. These cartels are vicious, and they're violent, and they have Mexico for now stymied. But we have to help Mexico, and we have to stymie the cartels. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. Finally, as I have said before, I will ask Congress to pass legislation ensuring that drug smugglers and human traffickers receive the death penalty. The drug cartels and their allies in the Biden administration have the blood of countless millions on their hands. Millions and millions of families and people are being destroyed. When I'm back in the White House, the drug kingpins and vicious traffickers will never sleep soundly again. We did it once, and we did it better than anybody else. There's never been a better border than we had just two years ago. It was strong, it was powerful, and it was respected all over the world. And now we're laughed at all over the world. And we're not going to let that happen much longer. We have to take over. We have to be tough. We have to be smart. We have to be fair. But if we don't do something immediately, our country is gone. All right. So um, let's give him a round of applause applause to President Trump there. Great plans. Okay. Close the border. Stop the drugs. Hold people accountable. Death penalty for human traffickers and drug smugglers. Um, In education and children. Save the children. Stop the CRT. Stop the gender ideology. He's got real plans. He's got real ideas. And he's got a way to stop all of the madness that this fake President Biden and the New World Order stooges are putting all, uh, basically putting America through the ringer and trying to put us through the shredder, right? They're trying to really destroy us. So today's theme really has been about kind of untwisting, um, untwisting the lies about Trump and kind of untwisting the truth about Trump, um, kind of scrubbing the slanders and uh, kind of coming coming clean with all of the press. Being press was obscene, time to come clean. Um, the media really went on a slash and burn campaign from the time Trump, he likes to say, came down the escalator at Trump Tower and announced his run, uh, continuing until today. They just lie relentlessly and they went to slash and burn his reputation. And what I love about today's videos and all these videos I showed you today, President Trump has put out in the last couple of weeks, but most of them actually yesterday and today, quite a few of them came out today. And so uh, I just love hearing the specificity with which President Trump wants to fix the solutions he identifies the problems very clearly. He speaks to the problems in ways that nobody else is speaking to them. Um, again, we have to put a big cork in the vaccine and the Operation Warp Speed. And like, we all agree he's 100% wrong on that. It makes me not trust him and want to vote for him on those issues. On all these other issues, 
he is the only one who's speaking to what the real problem is and the way to fix it. So I just want to kind of finish on that note. Um, I will I have one more video that's 30 seconds from President Trump where he's talking about um, what the GOP should do to stop the spending that's being done in Ukraine and for all this gender ideology, all the stuff that they're doing, how to stop it and how easy it would be for Republicans now in control of the House to stop it. So let's just look at this quick 30 second clip here, and this will be the last Trump clip for the day. Mitch McConnell is either the worst negotiator in the history of politics or he's a stone cold crook. There can be no other explanation as to why he has become such a rubber stamp for the Democrats. Republicans use debt ceiling to get it all back. You'll get every ounce of it back. Use debt ceiling. Take it back. Okay, so use the debt ceiling. That's what he's saying. So what's the debt ceiling? I'm sure we all know what that is, but let me just, uh, for anyone listening to the podcast or who doesn't know what it is, when you have a credit card and you have a limit on your credit card, the limit of your card is very similar to the debt ceiling, which is kind of the credit limit that the United States Congress is said to have that allows us to go into um, debit spending, into debt spending, okay? So the credit limit or the debt ceiling says that once we reach that ceiling, you know, when you run out of credit on your credit card, if you have a $10,000 limit and you get up to $8,000, $9,000 and you need more credit, you usually have to call the credit card company and say, hey, can you increase my credit limit? And maybe they look at your payment record and they look at how much you're paying off and they look at how much you owe and they say, yeah, sure, we're going to raise you to $12,000 now. And so all of a sudden you were almost out of credit and now you have a little bit more breathing room. The same thing is called raising the debt ceiling when they're in Congress. So when they get to the end of their credit limit and they have to take a vote, should we be allowed to spend and put America more into debt than we already are? And they usually always say yes because of something called the full faith and credit clause of the Constitution, which says that America will always pay its debts. And so um, because of full faith and credit, it's always been said we could do debt spending, deficit spending, and because we'll always be good for our debts and we'll never default on our debts, uh, we can always raise our debt ceiling if we need to spend more deficit spending. What's happening, though, with fake President Biden and the money launderers in chief and all of the printing that's been going on since after Trump, um, our debt has ballooned up by many, 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 many trillions of dollars. I think it went up from like, what was the, uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but it, it correct me if I'm wrong, but we were like between six and 20 million or 20 trillion and now we're up over 30 trillion dollars in in debt or something like that so um i'm sorry i don't have those numbers off the top of my head but fake president biden has done more debt spending and money printing in the two years that he's been in office than we've seen in president after president after president before then so trump is saying stop it stop the spending 
and for the Republicans to say, you know what, we're not going to raise the debt ceiling. And the Democrats will go berserk and they'll say, well, the government's going to shut down and they'll threaten to shut the government down because they won't have any spending. And Trump is saying, hold strong, GOP, and say, all right, you want to raise the debt ceiling, then give us what we want, which would be um, some of these reforms that President Trump was talking about in some of these videos and give those to us and we will raise the debt ceiling. And will they do that? Probably not because most of the Republicans are rhinos and they're bastards and they're rats and they're in bed with the Uniparty. They're part of the Uniparty. So they don't really want to fix these things. They just want business as usual. That's why Mitch McConnell, he's kind of a rhino Republican Uniparty guy that is, um, has gone along with everything that the Democrats want. So uh, that is the Trump section for the day. I want to give you one more announcement and then I'm going to do the Greg Reese video and then we'll be out of here for today. Okay. So let me show you my screen. And again, you are looking at the wait list signup form and I'm going to type something here right now. So just give me a second because I'm typing a comment live. And this is evantalks.com slash programs, okay? So this is the web address to get to this page. And what I'm encouraging you to do, if you're not already on my Bitcoin Basics wait list, is to go to this address that is, there it is, um, evantalks.com slash programs. Okay. There, there it is. There it is. I'm trying to point to it with mirror image. Evantalks.com slash programs. You're going to get to this sign up form and I want you to put your name in there. I want you to put your email in there and I want you to click that button that says, sign me up for Evan J's Bitcoin basics course waitlist. This waitlist form is going to be up. For the next week or two, this course begins on February 17th. That is Friday, not this Friday, not next Friday, but the one after that. Okay, Friday, February 17th, we are starting this course. We're going to get Bitcoin proficient and it's going to be for anybody of any age, particularly people in the older generations or who aren't very techno and crypto savvy. And you want to be handheld through getting a Bitcoin wallet and how to use that and how to receive Bitcoin and how to send Bitcoin. And I'm going to take you through all of that. This is a free course, but you've got to get on the list. OK, so if you're not on the list already and you're on my Evan Talks mailing list or you're on my Substack list, that's great. But you need to sign up for this waitlist for this specific course separately or you won't be notified about when the course starts and how to get the materials and stuff like that. So I want you to go to evantalks.com slash programs and fill out that form and then tell people about it. Send people that link, okay, and send them to sign up for this form. Okay, another thing I would certainly appreciate is telling people about my book or buying my book and giving it to your friends and family who uh, don't know about CBDC, they don't know about Bitcoin. Um, you can go to evantalks.com and then just click this button or any button on the page that says get it on Amazon. It'll launch the Amazon page. You can get it on Kindle. If you have Kindle Unlimited, it's free. 
if you just want to buy the Kindle version, it's $9.99 like most Kindle books um, or paperback for $17.76. Okay, the price itself is a stab against tyranny and the New World Order. So get this book and then get into my course and I'll show you how to get your Bitcoin if you don't already have it, okay? If you're younger, if you're crypto savvy, if you already have that stuff, you may or may not need it. But a lot of people I realize just don't feel confident or comfortable using Bitcoin. It's kind of confusing. And a lot of people even don't understand why they need to do this and they don't understand it at all. And that's why I wrote the book. The book is not a technical book. It is a storytelling book about what's going on with the economy, what's going on with the central banks, what's going on with the Fed, what's going on with gold, silver, cash, credit, um, social credit, all of this stuff, it kind of lays it out for us, the world we're living in, and the problems that are coming down our pike and why we need to uh, take extraordinary measures like figuring out how to use alternative currency so we don't find ourselves enslaved to these crazy people who are indoctrinating our kids and sexually molesting them and poisoning us with these death jabs and opening the borders and flooding us with illegals and fentanyl and there is so much evil going on and like Kelly said earlier in the show it feels like it's all is lost but it's not people are waking up and of course, the powers that be are getting more desperate, so they're trying to pull more stuff. That's why we need to be ever vigilant. We need to be ever vigilant in understanding the problems, understanding the potential solutions, and taking action. So this year for me and what I'm going to be doing is taking more of an active role in helping provide solutions to the problems that we've been reporting on for the last two years. And that's what is going to make this month and this year kind of move into a new uh, groove. It's going to be about making stuff happen and getting ready for this and not just reporting on the same stuff that we report on over and over and over again. I'll continue doing that, but really focusing on the solutions. Okay. So once again, um, I want you to sign up for the Bitcoin Basics waitlist. And the way to do that is that on the URL you're seeing on screen, evantalks.com slash programs, okay? evantalks.com slash programs, and then sign up for my Bitcoin Basics free course, which is starting in just a couple of weeks, okay? Um, and help spread the word. Help spread the word because I'm sure you know somebody in your life who wants to be more savvy about this stuff and wants to get into it. And I just encourage you to buy them my book as a gift and then tell them about my free course. Once this free course launches, it's going to be evergreen, which means people can sign up and get it whenever they want. Um, I'm going to have regular monthly meetings for Q&A, so I'll be able to help answer people's questions who are going through the course and need a little bit more. And there's going to be all kinds of other things that come from that as well, okay? So, the last thing I'm going to do is play you this Greg Reese report that just dropped today. And this is on Russia and how um, Russia is recruiting Americans, apparently, as the United States is being destroyed from within. So, Greg Reese always does amazing reporting for InfoWars. Um, he also has a great substack at Greg Reese dot substack.com of course my substack is evan talks 
reese.substack.com. So let's look at this Reese report on Russia. We'll come back. I'll have my squeeze box accordion. We'll play the closing song and we will be out of here. Okay. Here comes the Greg Reese report on Russia. The destruction of America from within has been going on for over 200 years. Seven years after the American Revolution, the Paris Peace Treaty of 1783 established the King of England as the Prince Elector of the United States, and America continued paying debts to the Crown. During the War of 1812, the British torched the White House. The Act of 1871 created a separate corporate government for the District of Columbia, allowing it to operate with its own laws outside of the U.S. Constitution, creating the Corporation of the United States and a new city-state for the Old World Order, with its financial capital in the City of London, its religious capital in Vatican City, and its military capital in the District of Columbia. These city-states have their own sovereignty. In 1913, the Federal Reserve Act gave full control of America's wealth to a private corporation beholden to the City of London. During the Nuremberg trials, only 19 were found guilty, while hundreds of Nazi war criminals were given jobs in the United States military-industrial complex. If you were to search online for just about any Middle Eastern country in the 1950s, you will see what the region looked like before British Petroleum, the CIA, and the Mossad turned it into a hellhole of radical Islamic rule. Placing psychotic puppets in power, the old world order then used it as a catalyst for the war against terror, which was then used to destabilize the region and create the catalyst for mass migration into Europe and America. Many Americans refuse to recognize the endless crimes against humanity being committed by our own government. And so, by default, they blindly support it. Even when the American government is caught funding bioweapons labs around the Russian border, many Americans turn a blind eye. And so now the majority of the world stands with Russia and see America as the main threat against humanity. A new video produced by Russia's Wagner private military is now recruiting Americans to join them in their fight against the United States, pointing out how the United States has become a force of evil and is no longer what our forefathers intended it to be. You were a hero to your country, giving your best years in the army. You dreamed of defeating evil. You dreamed of doing much to make America great again. But in reality, you saw criminal others, the destruction of nations, the death of civilians, and all for the will of a bunch of families who thought they were earthly gods, deciding who would live under their robe and who would be destroyed. to realize that this is the side of evil, 
This is not the America the founding fathers dreamed of. It has become the focus of the evil that is destroying the whole world. And today, the only country fighting this evil is Russia. If you're a true patriot of the very future great America, join the ranks of the warriors of Russia. Help defeat evil, or it will be too late for everyone. If Americans were as righteous as we think we are, then we would not stand for such a corrupt government, wreaking havoc on the rest of the world in our name. Instead, most of us are content fighting each other and turning a blind eye. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. All right, so what do we do? We've got a corrupt government that is going down the tubes to the extent that Foreign governments like Russia are recruiting potential Americans who are rightfully disgusted with our own government. Now, are we going to go join the Russian military? Fuck no. <laughs> Not going to fight in anyone else's war. And we don't want to have a war here either. But it is worth noting what's going on and... We're either going to keep going down this path of destruction with fake President Biden and the cackling lunatic vice president and whoever they install uh, when they get him out with whatever scandal, whether it's document scandal or whatever. And we're either going to keep going down that path or we are going to demand as the public accountability for what they did to us for COVID and the vaccine holocaust. And we're going to get... President Trump back in office and have a real president who's very serious and has a really good understanding of the problems facing our country and what he wants to do to fix them. So I hope this was a helpful show uh, today in seeing what President Trump wants to do for our country and being able to uh, know better for yourself if you agree with his plans, if you think anyone else out there is talking about the same issues and has a better plan, um, by all means, go for that. Uh, it's pretty scary, everything we've looked at, but at the same time, I think it's pretty uplifting that President Trump is still out there willing to fight for America and put everything on the line for all of us. So um, with that in mind, uh, I'm going to sing this closing song and share this with you, which is Trust in the Lord, with all of our heart, lean not into our own understanding. Only God is omnipotent and omniscient. Only God sees everything and knows everything. We only see a small portion of life and reality, and it's impossible for us with our brains, our limited brain power, uh, to know the future. Only God knows the future. So all we can do when we are up against all of this stuff that we don't understand is to remember what God told us, which is, you know what? You can't understand everything. Don't even try to lean into your own understanding. Trust in me, God says, with all of your heart. 
Okay. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to sing this song. Um, thank you, Kelly. Thank you, everybody. Lisa, Ursula, Jane, um, Greg, and um, Dawn. And I'm just scrolling the list here and hope I didn't forget everybody. Anyone who's watching later on the replays, we love you. We miss you. If you're not here on the live show and you're usually here, know for sure that we know that you're not here and we miss you. All of you, Vicky and Renee and all of you guys that aren't here, Charles and all my D-Live guys that I haven't seen for a long time, Louie and all you guys, um, Otto, I haven't seen you for a long time. So anyway, if you're still watching, love you, miss you, and here comes the closing song. <laughs> songs, sing and make melodies in your heart to the Lord, trust in the Lord with all of your heart, lean not on your understanding. But the years of the wicked will be shortened away. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your understanding. Substack.com and you'll get all the news and announcements and information. Okay. I love you guys. Have a beautiful week. Take care of yourselves. God bless. A little Carabinet ear tug. And I'll see you next time.